You're listening to another episode of Modern Multifamily, a show that exists to provide inspiration and innovation to the multifamily industry through conversation, insight, and continued exploration. Join us as we continue to explore ways to improve the industry. All right, let's get into it. All right, Brett, I'm really excited to have you on the show today. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Hey, so one of the places I love to start these conversations is really the story in which my guests found the industry. It always seems to be an accident. And I would love to start with that story, Brett. How did you find multifamily? Yeah, for sure. Um, So I was uh, getting out of the military and uh, had to figure out something. Um, So naturally, I decided to just move back home, which was North Dakota, Um, got into agriculture because that was just the quickest, easiest thing. Um, realized that wasn't sustainable while trying to go to school. So I saw a job as an assistant community manager in North Dakota and said, I can give that a whack. That doesn't sound too crazy. Um, and once I got into the industry, I just, I mean, I really fell in love with it. The, the people, you know, all the people you get to meet on the supplier side, the vendor side, and then the customers. It's just, it's really uh, meaningful and impacting work, helping people find their, their homes. It's pretty rewarding. That's awesome. And you've gone from being on property to now being responsible for the success of communities. What's that transition been like within CenterSpace? For sure. It's been fantastic. Um, CenterSpace has been great to me. They're super supportive. Um, You know, everybody's really um, motivated to help grow people. Um, So, you know, I've I've always been able to raise my hand and ask questions and and get some really good answers. The, The growth process with CenterSpace has been great. You know, it took me from North Dakota um, and got me out of a small town into to big city Denver and the experiences of, you know, just different markets has been really fun. Um, just seeing how, you know, a small market in North Dakota operates versus being in a, in a large market has been a lot of fun. Very cool. Well, we had a chance to briefly meet at NAA and I found out there that you'd recently been awarded 20 in their twenties within the organization. So first of all, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about what that program has been like, getting to be a part of it, what the cohort looks like, and maybe some of the value that you've been able to extract out of that? Yeah, yeah for sure. You know, I think the biggest takeaway from winning that award was uh, meeting all the other award winners and just interacting with some some young people that are new to the industry like myself and hearing everybody's stories. Um, and it's kind of funny, a majority of the, the people all have the same story, like fell into the industry by accident, and then they're just like running away with it. Um, I think the biggest it, takeaways are, are the networking events. Like I got to go to NAA for the first time, and that's how we connected. Um, and just all the connections you make there is just, it's really impactful. And I can't wait to go back next year. Uh, hopefully I can end up being a, a mentor in the twenties in their twenties program. Cause I think it's something that, um, is really impactful. Um, and it just makes you want to like stay in the industry even longer, you know, cause you just fall in love with it. I love it. Well, another thing that happened that was really exciting for Center Space is that your organization won the leading organization in diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I know there's a lot to unpack there, but I'd love to hear about what that's been like for you being part of a, an organization that's really at the forefront of leading that category. Yeah, you know, it's it was a lot of people went into winning that award. I think our overall committee has 30 some members on it. Um, you know, it, it's it's really important. Diverse organizations are, you know, there's hundreds of studies on it that they're more profitable, their employees are happier, but, you know, it ties into our industry so impactfully because if 
how can you serve your customer base if you don't understand them on a deep level, if you don't understand their culture, their values, things like that. So it's really important for organizations to be as diverse as the communities they operate in and they serve. You know, it was really awesome for Center Space to win that award because so many people have been working incredibly hard over the last year and a half um, on DEI related things. So, you know, simple things like adding pronouns to your email signatures, giving our employees you know, the voice where they can be themselves. One of my favorite things about Center Space as a whole is our kind of policy is bring your whole self to work. We want you to be who you are in your own environment and, and welcome everybody in. Um, you know, we've done a lot of cool things, partnering with uh, different organizations and doing, you know, fundraisers and community outreach. And it's really important to give back to those communities we operate in. So our customer bases understand like, we care about them as individuals. They're they're people to us. They're not just rent checks. You know, we see them as their whole person. Um, it's just been so fun to be a part of. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I have a couple questions for you. Like first, what does your personal involvement look like in this? Are you part of a committee or do you play a role in, in being active within the DNI space for center space? For sure. So I'm on our um, community subcommittee. So our goal in the DEI committee is community outreach and, and uh, doing things like that. So we've partnered with um, Denver Pride and we've done some volunteer work for them, helping with uh, their Pride Month festivities they had here in Denver. We had a group of uh, volunteers helping with Twin City Pride in Minneapolis uh, for theirs. Um, we've partnered with the Center on Colfax, which is a fantastic LGBTQ uh, organization that does a bunch of community outreach. They've been around since the 70s. They're, um, we partner with them and do kind of some fundraising for them every year. We've This year alone, we partnered with our residents too, and we hosted a um, drag brunch at one of our communities during Pride Month. And what was so exciting about that is we got to have one of the performers was a resident that lived on site. So that was fantastic. Another performer was an employee. Um, so we're, we're, we're letting not only our employees, but our residents like showcase their talents. Um, and then the whole thing was a fundraiser for the center on Colfax. So we've been able to do a lot of really cool things um, around DE&I with uh, getting involved in the community. That's so cool. I, I have to ask, like, when you joined Center Space a few years ago, was this already part of the DNA? Or is this something that you've really seen evolve as you've been with the organization the last several years? Yeah, I think I think it's always been part of Center Space's DNA to, you know, some of our six keys is, is to do the right thing, you know, and DNI is all about doing the right thing, just being welcoming of everybody. So I think it's always been in the DNA of who we are. Um, but now that we've put it out there and said, hey, we're going to really focus on this and we've got a team of people that are, you know, working on it monthly um, has been really exciting to just see it explode and evolve into all the cool things we've been able to accomplish. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm looking on your corporate website right now. You have a whole page dedicated to uh, your commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, leads with your mission, showcases some statistics across the board of ways sure. that you're you know, leading by example. Um, is this something that your residents feel throughout the year? Like you mentioned already the resident events, but what does yeah. it look like on the resident side? Is this something that they they feel when they're looking to change, change homes as part of your leasing conversation? Like how do you make this be at the forefront without it being, you know, too much? For sure. You know, I think we do it in, in subtle ways. So like symbolism is really huge, right? So at all, at, at our communities, we have like 
pride flags around the community. We've got stickers on our windows that show like this is a safe space. We are welcoming of everybody. Um, you know, I think they feel it when you walk around the communities, our communities are very diverse. We've got, you know, everybody's welcome to live here. And we try and build a sense of community through the resident events and the customer experience. You know, you're more like you want to live at a place where you feel welcome. And that just carries over into the business side of things. You get better renewal retention rates because people want to live here because they feel welcome. Um, so it's definitely part of it. And I think the more we emphasize that we can tie our DE&I stuff, our volunteering and our fundraising, we can get our residents involved. Ask them, hey, the office is closed today. We're all going to go head down and volunteer at this place. Why don't you come join us? Come on in. And we've started to try and get residents involved in some of our outreach programs. And, and it's been really exciting. That's awesome. Well, as you think about, you know, other companies in the industry on, on your side, operators on my side, more of the supplier side of the industry. And I think a lot of people want to be more active, more involved in DE&I, and mm -hmm. maybe they don't know how to get started. Do you have any yeah. advice for companies that want to start being more active and demonstrating, you know, the spirit of DE&I within their businesses and more importantly, within their communities? For sure. Yeah. I think just jump in and do it. Just start a committee, get, get, send out an email and say, Hey, this is important to us. Um, who wants to get involved and just really start having those conversations. Um, sometimes they're difficult conversations. They can be uncomfortable at times, but just providing a space for teams to collaborate and say like, okay, let's, let's focus on this. How can we make the team more diverse? Um, how can we be more welcoming? How can we be more inclusive? Just start having those conversations and it'll evolve naturally if, if you want to. Um, there's tons of great resources. Uh, reach out to anybody at Center Space. There's a ton of us on the diversity committee that would be happy to, you know, share some insights and, and help prop it up and give you some tips and tricks. That's awesome. Well, hey, shifting gears kind of just into the industry specifically, is there anything uh, that you're getting excited about looking forward, whether it's tied to your career, your company, or the industry at large? You know, I think the most exciting trend in the industry right now is two things, um, the increased on uh, focus on DE&I um, and customer experience as a whole. And I think those things tie hand in hand. If you don't know your customer base and if you don't understand them on a deep level, you can't cater to them. You know, you can't give them what they're actually looking for. And I think the increased focus on customer experience is really awesome. We're getting away from the cookie cutter method and we're learning our renters on a deeper understanding. I think today's renter is very well educated. Before they come to the property, they already know what your gym looks like. They know what your pool looks like. They know what the appliances look like. So they've got tons of knowledge and we need to focus in on what they're really, really excited about, about the community and just learning our renters on a deeper level. Just, it, it makes it so much more fun. The, the customer experience aspect of it, when those individuals come into the office, you know them by name, you know their dog, you know their kids, and it just makes a great community for everybody to live at. Um, and it makes our jobs as operators easier. It's easier to deal with happy customers than it is angry customers, for sure. Um, and I think companies that aren't focusing on the customer experience are definitely losing to those who are focusing on it. They're going to see it in their renewal rates and, and everything across the board, for sure. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I, I feel like customer experience is going to probably become 
a title we'll start seeing more about within the organization. I've had a few people on the show recently that are really saying how important it is becoming. And I'm, I'm curious, Brett, whether it's you specifically, your team or, or your company, are there any specific things you're seeing work really well as you try to make a more concerted effort in improving that customer experience, specific tactics, strategies, things you do that do make a difference? Yeah. And I think it's really, really basic things. It's just having an open conversation when, when that prospect calls in, like just taking the time to actually get to know them and have a meaningful conversation with them, not just jumping right into, okay, when are you moving, but ask them when they're moving and why, what makes August 1st so important? Are you starting a new job? You know, cause okay, well that's, that's important. We, can talk about that. Maybe you need to move in a little bit sooner so you can get set up and be successful at your new job. So I think the the biggest thing that has worked for us is just asking those probing questions and truly taking the time to get to know the person as an individual, as opposed to just another lead. Are there any um, kind of things you empower your on-site team to do in order to really act in service of residents? You know, you see someone coming back for a run and you surprise them with a Gatorade. Are there any things like that that you really encourage your teams to do that maybe aren't necessarily scalable, but I'd say certainly impactful? For sure. Yeah. You know, just giving them the freedom to personalize things a little bit. Um handwritten cards for their move-in gifts, like just take the extra few minutes to really be thoughtful um, instead of, again, just the cookie cutter approach. But um, yeah, if you know your resident on a deeper level, like if you know that they have a pet because you set up their lease package in their lease agreement, throw a little gift in there for the dog, include the dog in the card. I mean, my my dogs are my my children. I don't have kids. (laughs) I've got two dogs, you know? So if somebody takes the time to recognize my dogs, I'm like, man, that's, that's amazing. If you know they have a dog, invite the dog in for the tour. You know, the dog's going to live at the community. Let the let the owner bring the dog with and and check out the dog park. And, and you know, is the dog going to enjoy going up those stairs and really make sure it's a good spot for the renter and, and the pets. I mean, just really connect with everybody on a deeper level. It's cool hearing you say that. And I, you know, I think about this a lot in, in my world and my work as well. And I think it probably comes natural to people like you who have been in the space for a while you've experienced good customer service. You've certainly experienced, you know, bad customer service as well. Uh, I think this is also something that we need to remind people about like, Hey, here are some examples of things you could do this week to make an impact to your customers. And once you remind them a couple of times, they do it, they see how impactful it is for the customer. And then it becomes something they're probably totally obsessed with doing. At least that would be my guess. For sure. It's, when you can just put a smile on somebody's face by doing those little things, um, it, it's pretty impactful. It, it feels good. It makes you feel good. And your teams are going to do it because they enjoy doing it. The, our favorite, my favorite part about the job is putting on those resident events and getting to mingle with them and interact with them. It's, it's fun. So it makes it easy when you enjoy doing it, for sure. That's awesome. Well, hey, to, to end today, I'm curious if you have any questions for me. I'm on the other side of the industry. We've met once briefly, uh, but anything that's top of mind that you're curious about? I would, I would love to hear how, you know, we've talked about how center space is focusing on the customer experience. On the supplier side, how is, you know, rent dynamics, what is their outlook on the customer experience and how are they improving theirs? Yeah, it's it's fun hearing you say, um, you know, DE&I sits at the intersection of customer mm-hmm. experience. We believe the same. We're about a year into standing up a corporate social, social responsibility board. So we call it the CSR committee here internally. Uh, we've hosted uh, inclusion speakers and equity experts to really 
challenge the status quo and and get uncomfortable. And here's my flag on my desk. And so yeah. we're we're definitely trying to listen to our 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 customers, also listen to our employees and really take action on the things that they care about. Um specifically on the customer experience side, I think that one of the things that we try to do is is doing things that aren't necessarily scalable. So one of our customers today announced that they just took on their thousandth asset in third-party management. And so we're scrambling right now to put together a very custom gift for our three primary points of contact. And that's something that takes time. It takes energy and, and resource and creativity, but we kind of put that in the dare to delight category. And I think that's a big part of our business is making sure that we're top of mind, that we're bringing business value, but also social value as well. For sure. Absolutely. That's so exciting to hear. I, I just love that on all sides of the industry, everybody's focusing on uh, operator side, supplier side, everybody's focusing on the customer experience, diversity, equality, inclusion. I mean, those are two very, very impactful trends that I hope continue on in the industry. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Well, Brett, you've been a great guest. And for anyone who wants to pick your brain on starting a DEI committee, learning about you know customer experience, or maybe even getting a tip on how to leave a small town and transition to a big city, uh, how what's the best way for someone to get in touch with you? Um, check me out on LinkedIn. Uh, just Brett Frank on LinkedIn. Shoot me a message. I'd be happy to connect with anybody and, and chat. I mean, those are things I'm passionate about. So I'd love to nerd out with anybody that wants to kind of geek out on anything multifamily. Okay, well, thank you a ton for joining and we'll chat soon. Thanks, Mike. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Modern Multifamily. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode.